So I was on uh, Twitter the other day, or rather someone asked me a question on Twitter, uh, two questions, and uh, I answered them uh, pretty detailed, uh, in a pretty, pretty detailed fashion, and uh, I thought the answers were worth actually sharing on a podcast. So, uh, so that's what I'm actually going to do today. I'm going to take uh, two questions that I got asked. Uh, tell you tell you the uh, replies and then um, expand upon them uh, more than I did on Twitter. Obviously, on Twitter you can only write so much. So in this podcast, I'll, I'll deep dive into them. So here's the the two questions. Uh, this guy named Sam asked me. He said, Anthony, two questions. One, greatest lesson learned at Jacked. Two, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently? And, uh, and so I'll just read you off my reply that I literally, uh, you know, stream of consciousness on Twitter. Twitter is very, you know, just <laughs> what, what are your thoughts right away? And so I'll, I'll give you my answers and then we can dive into the details on them. So here's what I said. Uh, I said, uh, this is first in reply to number one, which was uh, greatest lesson learned at Jack. I said, uh, there's no single greatest lesson. Business is a game that has constant learning. That said, here's some things I've learned. Uh, and then I just did a bunch of bullet points here in no particular order. Sales cures all is not just a saying. There's some real truth behind it. If you own the top of the funnel, you are in control. People and culture are how you scale. You must develop personally and grow as a leader slash manager or else you will single-handedly block the growth of your company. Hiring an executive coach has massive ROI. Take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. Uh, it really is a marathon, even though at times you can barely see past the day ahead. Having a great product and uh, slash service and amazing customer service is vital. Leaky buckets suck where you have new revenue coming in, but your churn is high, so the new revenue just replaces revenue leaving. Look at your business like a machine comprised of various systems. Your job as a CEO is to design the machine. You aren't that special. Hire people and get out of their way. Stop holding on trying to do everything yourself. You are that special. That's why you took on this challenge and did it successfully. Um, so those were my answers to uh, the greatest lesson uh, I learned at Jacked, which is really uh, a series of lessons. And, uh, and then to the second question, I'm just pulling up my, uh, the tweet really quick. So the second question said, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently? So, and here's my response. Uh, I said, in reply to number two, I'm glad I went through everything I did because that's how I learned. But knowing what I know now, I'll tell you what I'm doing differently when building Popo Finance. Um, and again, bullet points, no particular order. Staying super narrow with our target customer and offering uh, it's very difficult to scale your sales, marketing system, and production system if you offer too many things to too many people. Um, it's much more repeat, uh, repeatable, predictable, and efficient to stay narrow. Next, finding a repeatable uh, marketing sales channel earlier. Designing the sales process to not rely on me early on. Focusing earlier on really nailing the customer experience. Not adding clients too fast that it breaks the machine. Because I understand the design of the machine so clearly now, uh, I am designing it from day one to work really well. 
uh, not just scaling with more people, but scaling with systems, processes, processes, tools, automation, you know, from the start. Instilling a high accountability culture from day one. Not trying to do everything myself. Hiring the best people, only eight players in the early days. Delegating and staying focused on what I can uniquely do and only those things. Enjoying the journey more from the start. Smiley face. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, again, those are what, what I said to knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently? And uh, you know, off the top of my head now, I could probably add a bunch of things, but let's stay focused on what I said. So uh, you could, in theory, end the episode just there. <laughs> take, take those learnings from those two things, uh, start applying them to your business. But what I'm gonna do, uh, since we are an audio form and podcast, uh, I am going to now deep dive a little bit more uh, in, into each one of these. So let's go back to, to the first one, right? And this was the question about uh, greatest lessons learned and, and I uh, you know, had a series of lessons. So let's just go one by one um, through them. I think there's like 11 or 12 here. So the first one I said, sales cures all is not just a saying. There's some real truth behind it. So, um, yeah, I mean, you've probably heard this saying before, right? Sales cures all. What does that even mean? I never even understood it. I, I didn't get it, right? Until it got to the point where uh, I ran into <laughs> a bunch of issues and sales was the cure, right? Not enough customers to pay my people. Sales is the cure. Um, you know, uh, we just lost the client. Sales is the cure, right? Uh, time and time again, um, you know, sales cures a lot. It gives you that, that uh, freedom, that runway, right? Uh, you know, if you have a bunch of customers, right? People knocking at your door, you're not really worried. You can, t- you, you know, want to turn down customers, sales cures all, right? Like if you have everyone lining up, you're like, okay, well, this customer, I want to fire. Well, if you have more uh, people because of sales, you can actually do that. It gives you options, right? Um, versus if you don't have uh, sales, uh, you're in not a great position. Right, you don't have enough money to, to pay your people. You might have to let people go. You can't fire that customer. That's you know really being a, a burden on, on your team, sucking all that time and energy, right? Um, and so sales really cures all, and then brings you more revenue. Which then also, by the way, that means you can hire more people, build your team, grow your company, right? Uh, there's so many reasons why uh, having that that sales um, engine is, is so important. Number two. Uh, if you own the top of the funnel, you are in control. So what do I mean by this? Uh, when you think about the sales and marketing engine, right? Uh, marketing, right? It, it's a funnel. You might have heard this before, right? Uh, a funnel where you have a bunch of leads, and then you have to close those leads, right? And if you own the the top of the funnel, essentially the the lead source, right? You're in control, right? Versus if someone else controls that, you then uh, are they're in control, right? You either then have to pay them, right? Um, but you don't want to be dependent on, on one person, right? So for example, if you're getting a lot of leads from one source and that source goes away, you're not in control. They're in control. They have all the leverage, right? So the idea is one, own the top of the funnel. And if you can't do that, two, make sure that you're not dependent on just one uh, person or company or, or uh, lead source. Right? Uh, think of it uh, just like customers. You don't want to have customer concentration. You don't want to have lead, um, lead source concentration. 
Uh, so that's another one. All right, next one. People and culture are how you scale. Okay, so I didn't know this when I started. This is how I always look at it. Sales is how you, you initially scale your business. You get to a certain point. That'll get you to a, a certain level, 500,000, a million, depending on the industry, right? Um, you can literally just like just sell a bunch and like you will be good for a little bit. But then you'll hit a point where, where the business is not scaling. Uh, you can't you can't get past a certain level. What I learned was that it was people and culture. That's how you get to that next level. Finding the right people, uh, delegating uh, to those people. Um, you know those people help shape your entire organization. Um, you can't do it alone, right? So the right people are is really important. Not just people, but the right people. And then culture is is really important because if you don't build that culture in uh, as you grow. Culture is always there, whether you whether you intended it or not, it's forming, right? So you want to build in the culture that's going to take you to the levels that you want, uh, and so that's what I what I learned, right? And and I touched on it in some other points, high accountability, whatever it is, right? But like you want to establish that culture and be a guardian of it, right? Because that's gonna the those the right people in the right culture will take you to those next levels. That's what I found, right? I went through some some experiences where a lot of people left my company. Uh, culture was very bad, toxic. Um, and uh, and it led to a lot of problems, but but getting the people in the culture right, uh, you know, is really really a little secret there, and, and building a you know a bigger company, lasting company, one that you can scale. Um, okay, so next one, you must develop personally and grow as a leader slash manager, or else you will single handedly block the growth of your company. So that's a really important one. So. I actually think that was uh, a big reason why we didn't, you know, there's people in culture I just mentioned, but like me not growing as a person and as a leader and as a manager definitely hindered our growth, right? When you're a smaller company, you're doing, maybe you're doing a couple million in revenue or you're doing, you know, less or whatever it is, like it, you're, you're very uh, dependent on the, the CEO and the, the, the founder, right? And at that, that moment, if you as a CEO and the founder aren't growing as fast as your company, right, you will hinder that growth. Right. This is what happens in companies. Are you are the people in your company growing as fast as the company? Right. And if not, it's going to hold back the company. So you either have to remove them or they need to grow. Same thing with with you as a CEO. Right. If you don't develop yourself as a person, as an individual, as a manager, as a leader, you will actually put a cap on the growth of the business. Right. Because it, everything stems from the top and you're at the top. So that's something I've been working on for two, three years heavily. Um, and, and doing that has definitely unlocked more growth. So, um, you know, if things are stalling, things aren't working in your company, look internally, see if it's you that's actually blocking it, right? Take a, take a real look in the mirror and then, um, uh, and then get the help you need. And this leads to the next point. Hiring, hiring an executive coach has a massive ROI, right? This is what I did. I turned to, I realized, Hey, I don't, I don't know all the answers I'm blocking, you know, I, I don't know what I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not growing where I need to be. Hired an executive coach, right? This was transformational for me. A couple years ago, a few years back, hired an executive coach and it changed the game for me. You know, I came, I came in saying, oh, I can't grow the business, help me with the business. Turns out it was actually this point, point above, uh, you know, not developing myself uh, personally and growing as a leader. That's actually what we worked on more than anything. Developing myself as a person and as a manager, as a leader, as a CEO, that's what unlocked uh, the growth. It wasn't what I was expecting working on uh, with with an executive coach, uh, but that's what did it. So massive ROI, very very cheap, you know, for the right people, 
Uh, and now this is also what I'm doing with other people because I realized it had such a big impact on me. So now I'm also, uh, you know, now coaching other people, right? Giving back, uh, running the, the service-based business community, uh, right? It's just everyone. I believe everyone should have a coach. My coach has a coach. I have a coach. I coach people, right? <laughs> it's like if you believe in growth and having someone else there who's been there and done that uh, and can really help you, um, you know, g give you that mirror uh, that you trust, uh, it can be very helpful, right? So, um, you know, hiring a coach, massive, and, and, and it's paid by the way, this isn't like, you know, a lot of people uh, don't think it's worth the money or don't wanna pay for it, like just pay it. I'm telling you, with, with the right person, it is so worth it. Um, okay, next point. Take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. It really is a marathon even though at times, you can barely see past the day ahead. Yeah, so th this, is a, this is an important one, right? When you're, when you're starting up the business, you're going, you're like, just how do I survive, um, right? And then you push yourself. I just need to work more hours. I need to, you know, maybe this is you, maybe it's not. This was me at least. I'm going to work 16 hours, 18 hours. I'm not going to sleep that much. I'm, you know, uh, um, I really saw it as just like, oh, and then going, going, going. And then I was like, you know, I was young when I started the business. I was 22, I think, around then. Thought I would have just, I could just keep going over and over. A lot of coffee, 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 right? And not taking care of myself, just pushing. I was like, I don't know how people, you know, I'm, I'm just going to outlast everyone. I'm going to keep doing this for the next 30 years. Reality is like, uh, you know, it, that's just naive. <laughs> and I know that now. So I, I very much care about myself mentally, emotionally, and physically. Um, you know, especially on the mentally and emotionally part. Physically, I, I was always pretty good at, besides, <laughs> minus the sleep, but like working out, eating healthy, uh, that really affected my body and my performance. The emotional and mental side was, was not something I focused on. I would just keep pushing through, not dealing with, uh, you, you know, things that were happening, uh, mental things, emotional things, went through depression, anxiety, you know, a, a lot of stuff that was just never addressed. And, uh, and being in the right mental and emotional state uh, and physical state um, and managing your energy is really, really important. Um, it really is a marathon. So, um, you know, just think about that and, and really focus on it. Um, okay, next one. Having a great product slash service and amazing customer service is vital. Yeah, so this one's just so, so important. Right, even if you, you've heard this before and you, you might think it, like it is just so important. Having a great product and service is, and, and then the customer service it is so important um, to success, to customer retention, to referrals, to everything, right? But especially like, uh, you know, if the product or service isn't good, people aren't going to stay, right? Then you're just gonna have people leaving, right? It, it will lead to a leaky bucket, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, and then having amazing customer service, client service, right? Like, what is that customer experience like? That's why they're really staying there, right? Like, it, it's a, especially with agencies and service businesses, like, it's a people game, right? So, so really focus on, on that product and service and amazing uh, customer service. Um, next up, leaky buckets suck when you have uh, new revenue coming in, but your churn is so high, so the new revenue just replaces revenue leaving. Yeah, so this one I've definitely had, right? Revenue's coming in, revenue's going out. Keep selling, but can never, can never gain momentum because uh, I have a leaky bucket. Customers leaving, retention sucks. 
So what do you have? You have new customers in, uh, in like the top of the bucket, and then you have a little hole at the bottom and customers are leaving. So then your revenue never builds. Worst case, you're, you know, you're losing customers faster than you're gaining, and then you have a, you know, a negative, uh, you know, revenue goes down each month. Right, what you really want is really good customer retention, and then you're, anytime you're selling, you're adding on. Right, super important. Um, okay, next one is, uh, look at your business like a machine comprised of various systems. Your job as a CEO is to design the machine. So I didn't really understand this uh, when I started out, right? But now I see it, it you know, it's very clear to me, right? I, I take, take a 10,000 foot view and look at your company. Right, even if it's only one or two people right now, look at where it will be. Look at your business, and it's and, and think of it like a mach machine with a bunch of systems, right? And these systems all work together uh, to operate the business, right? And and when you take that ten thousand foot view, looking down on 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 your business, you see it's just a bunch of uh, systems, and your job is to architect all those systems so that they work beautifully together, um, and uh, and form the business. So that's really important is to, to, and that's when, when uh, and maybe for me talking about this, working on the business versus in the business, on the business, designing that machine. That's what it really is. So super important uh, to look at it uh, uh, like a machine um, and, and look, at, look at all the systems and how they work together and then design those. Um, next one, <laughs> you, you aren't that special. Hire people and get, out of their way. Stop holding on, trying to do everything yourself. Yeah. So, like, look. Uh, the reality is, like, you may think, oh, I can't, I can't delegate this thing. I can't hire for this thing. Like, no one can do it as good as me, or whatever. Right? Like, you aren't that special. Right? Like, uh, there's other people out there that can do a great, great job. Hire them. Delegate. Get out of their way. It's probably you should actually find people better than you at certain things. Right? You're not going to be the best. Right? Let go of it. You're not that special. All right. Um, and that's just the truth of it, right? Um, so important to know. I had to really realize this. Like, look, there's 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 people out there better than me. Let me go find them. Build this team. At the same token, to the next point I make, you are that special. That's why you took on this challenge and did it successfully, right? Like, at the same time, you don't want to go the opposite, which is like, well, I'm not special at all. No, no, you are. Right? And know this, if you're building a business, you're still in business, it's fucking hard and you know that. Right? There's not many people who would take on the challenge. Right? And so at the same time, appreciate yourself. Not in a, not in a, a you know, an asshole way. It's just like, look, I'm, I am special. Let me acknowledge that. And there's things that I can do that other people can't. And that's why you're in the position. That's why you're, you are the CEO running the business. Right? And know that. Um, and you get more confident over time. The more you're in business, the more money uh, your company makes, etc. You start getting more and more confident in that, right? Um, but uh, but it's important to know that and, and to acknowledge yourself at times because uh, it's something that you know I don't I don't think a lot of us CEOs and, and founders uh, do. Um, you know, it's a fine balance. You you aren't special, but you are special. Pulling from from both ends there. So that's the last one there. All right, bye.